0: of the Brothers Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen P. Watson. And I am Dante Chase Bridges,
1: uh, aka Dante
0: Chase Bridges and all that there. And together that will make us robot chicken and explain why. Okay, so we just had a really interesting (laughs) conversation about what the future will be like if we, if pandemic doesn't go away. And we decided to go in because the movie theaters are starting to shut down again. And we are we wondering if what would movie theaters do to kind of get us back in? And one of the theories that he came up with was we started doing death matches.
1: Oh, for real! like white people going to stop fighting black people to the death. If right. uh, AMC don't open back
0: up. Again? Right. Okay. <laughs> AMC or Cineplex. <laughs> like we all in. We have movies. We have death matches and like <laughs> robot hookers talking about giving you <laughs> drinks and shit. And so we just start talking about you know are they throwing alcohol and sex from robots, from robot hookers.
1: It, it sounds worse than it did. It, did, it, it, got, it got kind of deep, <laughs> and we
0: don't know how we got to that point. I don't know how you can explain that one. We can't really explain that shit at all. But you know what? That's a great segue to start off our show, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh, we on? We yeah, recording we on. already?
0: Yeah, we recording. Oh, my God. <laughs> we did the intro. Yeah, we did the intro. Oh, man. And went straight to the story. We went straight into the story, did the intro and everything. This is weird. Well, our guest is on, then. We man. are on. Okay. <laughs> so, we have a slapper of a topic for you today. Because it almost got What's up? Slapper of a topic. What? What? <laughs> oh, we haven't used that in a while. No, 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 no. I haven't. Oh, could you explain to okay. that That's mine? It's his catchphrase, All okay? Right. I, he doesn't like when people use his catchphrases, okay? Yeah, yeah you got Okay, right. so, <laughs> Mr. Bridges, what do we have today? We got a flop of a topic. Yes, we do. Goddamn. it. But first, <laughs> we got a little something we got to call town hall Business, Mr. Bridges, what you got?
1: So shout out to some of the people that helped us on the way. Shout out to WIAN in Memphis, Tennessee. I said Memphis, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. Big ups to Kevin Mumphrey, man. He gave us a shot at WIAN, you know, when we was first starting. Mm. We're about three years into the game now. But shout out to uh, the humble beginnings. Yes. Also, shout out to um iHeart Radio, mm. iTunes, Spotify, uh, I, him. And everybody make the brothers worthwhile. We ain't nothing but a Google away. And when I say that, I want you to literally go and Google the brothers. Look at these two mugs right here, it'll pop up in your search engines. So Google that, and that's all I got, man. What you got for me?
0: As always, shout out our usual suspects, shout out to our official DJJMC and his crew, The Daydreams to Reality, they got Daydreams to Reality Podcast, they got Project X, all available on World Air TV, it's on YouTube, the YouTube channel, World Air TV, check it out. Shout out to my partner on my sports podcast, I'm trying Jennifer Williams, who just got invited to be a special guest on an Australian sports podcast. Should have shout that out to her. Look out for her. She's gonna plug that real, real soon. And we got another episode of Beauty in the Brain dropping Sunday. Quadies, did you smack the shit out of CJ McCullough? <laughs> hey, if it happens, it happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably gonna answer and say, "Yeah, I did." She didn't, but don't, don't. don't. What in the
1: bloody hell, mate?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Jennifer, God, we'll time we say that. Damn. She- and yes, as always, shout out to you, the viewers. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in. I know it's a rough time going on right now. Let's try to bring a little joy to the world. Because it's Christmas. I'm going to be honest, I don't love all of them. We're, we're not supposed to. I don't, I don't
1: love all of them. Don't. I don't like all of them either. Like, it's some of them out there, y'all support us. But some of y'all, y'all y'all ain't, y'all are not nice people. Y'all not lovable people. I, y'all some whole ass niggas. Some of y'all out there, I just don't like.
0: Real quick, remember that one time a dude, criticized us on our post and he was just like, you guys look like some broke unemployed guys who think you have opinions. That's when I knew we was on. We was on. on (laughs) That's when I knew we was
1: going to make it. When a (laughs) white guy in Nebraska told us about ourselves and threw a little racism in it. I I felt like we were on
0: to something at that point. I I remember I whispered to him. "He's like, it's working. It's working.
1: Man, that was a long time ago. Yeah, man. man. That was what? That was like our first year in Get a year. I was like, this, I'm this
0: thing is just eating all my lollipops for the was what? for the guests.
1: She said, "Okay, whatever, man." She said, "I okay, can eat, <laughs> eat them, whatever." I, we had a thorough discussion
0: about this. She all said, right, that these for the guests, okay?" Oh good. good. whatever. Anyway, let's get started to our topic now. I'm gonna go get Keisha, and you keep on shut your ass. I'm up. telling you, okay. Keep look. on messing with me. i was doing in the back, and, and I'm knocking on the, on the door. Okay, this. We have an interesting subject for us today. Now, in case y'all haven't heard what's been going on, there's a little bit of an interesting debate going on, again, on social media. But this involves an incident that took place in a Dallas restaurant over the weekend. Apparently, a group of young ladies were in a night, in a restaurant, I almost said nightclub, but it's not.
1: No, 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 that's, that's a Floridian slip.
0: Yes, it is. That's a
1: Floridian slip. Because we're
0: conditioned to think there's always a nightclub. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was a restaurant, a supposedly high-level restaurant full of black people, and these young black ladies decided that they heard the DJ playing some typical hip-hop music, and they decided they wanted to you know, get on the furniture, do a little twerking. That's you know what people do, apparently.
1: They don't even do that at their mama house right.
0: So the owner asked them to stop. It's been proven that they asked them to stop. They didn't comply, obviously, because they kept going. And it got to the point where the owner kind of lashed out and just addressed the entire restaurant that this would not be tolerated. Um, You Have some respect and rapport for yourselves. And act like I got some home training. He was loud. A lot of people say he was abrasive. A lot of people say he was doing too much. And here we are, and now we're talking about etiquette in the restaurant amongst black people. Right. This is an interesting conversation we're having. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Bridges, I have to ask you, was the restaurant owner going too far? In his commentary.
1: You ever own something before? Yeah. You ever own like an apartment or rented or leased? I do now. Okay. I am this current moment. You know the feeling when you own something and somebody comes into something that you've worked damn near your whole life for? You put your blood, sweat, and tears into. you You've saved You penny pinch. You had to come with a, up with a way. And, um, you know, from all the reports, this man put basically his life savings into making a million-dollar restaurant for African-Americans that want to experience something that was a little higher than just going to a macaroni grill. And it wasn't going to roof Chris because he wanted to bring black class back. Mm -hmm. Now, if anybody out there has ever owned a building, their own company, even a restaurant, whether it be a food truck or whatever it may be, you understand the possessiveness and the need to not allow other people that don't care about none of your stuff to come in and not only won literally the furniture by what they was doing, but won the reputation that you're trying to establish and the overall respect that you want to bring to what you are trying to build. Mm-hmm. So in a nutshell, I believe that the man, no matter how he put it, no matter if he cursed or not, was well within his rights and actually did the right thing. By not only reprimanding those women But telling him as harsh as possible What they needed to do And what he didn't care that they did If they didn't follow the rules Which is get the fuck out Because I've heard a couple of people say this And I actually agree with them There's a particular type of person I'm not even going to say women That don't They don't listen to you being calm They don't listen to peacefulness. What they listen to is dominance, aggressiveness, and that's the only way that you can get their attention in a sense. Mm -hmm. That man, and allegedly, he went up to people, he went up to multiple people, not only just them, and told them to calm down, to stop this. It was alleged that he went up to them at least three to four times before he even did that. So at what point... Do you just look and say, listen, y'all need to stop this bullshit or you can get the hell out of here. Right. So I'm in agreement with what he did. Big up to you. I used to live in Dallas. I know what district that you're talking about. There's a lot of people that go there that got a piece of money and they want to have a good time and they don't want to go all the way to North Dallas or they don't want to go all the way down to South Dallas. They want to go in the heart of where downtown that district is. And they just want to have a good experience. So I agree with what you're doing, black man. If I'm ever back in Dallas, I'm going to come to true or truth or whatever it is. And I'm going to get me some food there. So big ups to you.
0: Now, I will have to add a little context because this is what the report. The of course. social yeah. media. Of course, yeah. So according to the arguments that I've heard on social media that, one, there was talks that there was people waiting there on food for like about two to three hours. That's a long ass time. Yeah, which I don't understand why anybody waiting the restaurant for two to three hours if that's the case. You can cook two three meals in four or five hours, eat them, and then cook again. Right. You also have them serving alcohol while they wait, but they don't serve them water. (laughs) <laughs> Apparently that's some di- that the like that down the water that I mean the alcohol that they're drinking. So wait a minute. Are you telling me are, are you alcohol
1: shaming people?
0: Like are you telling No, I'm me just putting in the context. I'm I'm very much so. Are you op- t-
1: are you telling me that it's the restaurant's fault because the people could not control that I'm restaurant.
0: just saying basically that's what they're saying. And they have oh, a that's DJ. what they're
1: saying. That's not what you No, no, saying. no, no. That's what I'm, saying. I'm Listen, I've
0: argued about this before. I've argued with people about this exact situation. And I honestly agree with what you're saying. And I agree with what the common sense people are saying. What bothers me about this is that we're getting to a point where we can't, as black people, hold ourselves accountable when we do something wrong. Or, in this case, and let's just be blunt, blatantly honest... We can't hold ourselves accountable when black women are doing something wrong, because that's what it kind of felt like to me. And I, whatever you want trying take to te- get us
1: banned off the earth. You what? said holding black women accountable. That's something. because
0: I think that's where the real energy of these debates are coming from. It's that, like you're telling that's something that you can't say though. You know, when you say hold black women
1: accountable, it's almost like they formed a mob. It's almost like they become bullies because they got the system and the organizations to back them up. AKA, council
0: culture. It, and it feminism makes it, and feminism. Listen, man. I know I love and serve and protect the women that are in my circle. Right. So I really don't give a fuck about the other women who have a problem with this. I feel they, you. know, the women that I roll with know the type of person I am and know where I come from. Ain't completely know I completely 100% agree with you. I'm, I'm out of respect. So if this hurts some people's feelings, oh, the fuck, well. Mm-hmm. But. This actually is a conversation that needs to be had because the problem is we don't, we really don't just take, hold women accountable when they do something they're not supposed to do. What this is, is a man who has an establishment, who has a restaurant, who is trying to have a certain ambiance in in his restaurant. And people ain't respecting it. Specifically, women, specifically, black women aren't respecting it. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Of course you do. All right.
1: So, what do you say to people that say, well, even though he's trying to enforce them rules, he was the person that hired the DJ Mm -hmm. that was playing bounce music. Mm -hmm. Actually, more specifically, throw that ass in a circle. Okay. And he set the tone of a restaurant with alcohol, bounce music, and black women that may have caused somebody to get up and start twerking on some glass or start twerking on the table or start twerking on some couches or cushions or the booth. What do you say to those people? Because they out there.
0: It's his fucking restaurant and he can do what the fuck he wants. Okay. That's number one. It's his restaurant, and he decides whether or not you can do in there or not. If he don't want your ass shaky ass and bouncy ass and standing on his furniture chair in his restaurant, then damn it, that's his decision. If you don't like it, as a customer, you are always free to get up and leave. It doesn't matter. You know how many times niggas has dined and dashed before? Dined and dash, then damn it. <laughs> it don't matter. You have no, you, what you came for to tell this grown ass man in his restaurant how you will
1: act? I, I got a, I got another perspective, and this is a challenge to black women too. Okay. Uh, before I say what it is, let me preface this. I honestly believe that black women have a subculture within black women, which is a thought like or a promiscuous or whore like culture within what black women are. And what tends to happen is your bad seeds as black women tend to be so loud that the entire world feels like your bad seeds is representing all black women now. So now we've gotten to the point where bad behavior Twerking in public places where you ain't got no business doing is synonymous with black women when I honestly don't believe that black women are synonymous with bad behavior. So my challenge would be, I believe you need to be accountable, not for black women. And I'm talking specifically to black women, but you need to turn inwards and talk and reprimand. And literally get a hold of that subculture, which is that thought culture, that promiscuous culture, that whole culture that is basically poisoning the perception of what black women are. Because when we thought about Dallas and we heard it was black women, they didn't say isolated incidents like they would if you're just talking about a, a killing or a shooting. You know, when they're talking about somebody shooting up a, a lot of people, they might say an isolated shooter. Mm-hmm when they talked about this Dallas, they literally kept saying black women, all black women, not isolated groups of a person, but black women as a whole. So I think it behooves you to actually check that whole culture that is spread by the propaganda like the Cardi B's and the Megan and the Stallions because you think it's harmless, but that's the way everybody views you around the entire world. And it's going to do a lot of bad things to your reputation in the long run because you can see it with
0: this simple story. So that's a challenge. But you know how this game gets flipped because there's always going to be an excuse that's going to get made it's always that because what you're saying is plenty the average black women that could be watching this or could be hearing this they'll look at this as saying so what we have to suppress our nature as women and do what we want now in order for you all to make yourself feel comfortable now i got a question i got an answer i got a question i got a, I got a statement for that good
1: is your hidden nature whole like is your hidden nature uh overtly sexual like I kind of get down with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But it does open up the question of what do you really want and how do you really act? Like if you had no rules to follow, would you be overtly sexual in places that don't deem it to be? Mm -hmm. Do you have this sex demon inside of you that's waiting to get out? Who are you really? And are you not being that because you just fear judgment? Are you really a bad person? Are you really promiscuous? Are you putting on a front for the world and for your man? So who really are you? Are you this woman that wanna twerk in public restaurants? Are you this woman that wants to do things to jeopardize the womanhood of who you are and who your kids is? Because you know, if the mama's acting like a hoe, they gonna look at the little babies
0: and say, well, they ain't gonna grow up just like their mama. So. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Because a lot of these excuses that I've heard about, what kind of restaurant has a certain level, of, talks about having ambiance, but plays ratchet music at a restaurant? Is this actually a high-end restaurant? Is this a high-level restaurant? And I'm sitting there like, who the fuck is? What kind of a restaurant it is? When an owner tells you don't get on the couch or get on the furniture and shake your ass, don't do it.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Period. Now, nah,
1: like, okay, keep going, bro.
0: Like, I've gone to several restaurants, and I tried to explain to another young lady, because, you know, these young ladies, you know, young people don't understand shit. <laughs> I've had to explain, I've gone to several restaurants that are in Hyde Park alone, you know, and that's like a little bit of a multicultural, majorly black, high-end area. And I've gone to restaurants over there that have played this type of music that he's talking about. And I don't recall hearing seeing no women jumping up on couches and shaking their asses. I don't recall black men out there getting bucked in the in the alleyways and shit just because they heard that. I mean, yeah, there are lounges that do that, they allow that. There are day spots that allow them to do that. Hell, the trophy room downtown and UIC campus allowed that shit to happen. But not every place does that. And there's certain levels of high ambiance that just don't require that type of atmosphere. I'm sorry. And to be honest with you, how the hell are you trying to dictate to me? A lot of people who will be dictating this shit, or we can do what we want, are the same people that will go to a nightclub and stand them in the wall with a drink in their hand. Question.
1: What's up? You said do what we want. That, honestly, that, that gives me a good question. Now, this is for you. I want you to answer this. Okay. Do you feel that... Black women in these type of situations have a certain amount of entitlement. Like, I can do what I want. I know this is somebody else's restaurant, but this is my body. I can trick it wherever I want.
0: Yep. And you know why? Because society has programmed them to believe that way. We'll society on, has we'll given the them society today has done more to liberate black women than it ever has before. But now what also comes with liberation also now comes entitlement and the entitlement starts to creep in where now they feel so emboldened by their liberation they feel like there should be nothing and nobody especially no man that can stop me from doing whatever the hell that I want to do this is what I don't understand
1: about this whole situation so I we were we hitting this again it seemed like, yeah, they've been liberated by womanism, feminism, and just overall women being in a situation where they can mm-hmm. take care of themselves, get degrees, go to college, get a six-figure job, and they, they got opportunities that they never had. Right. But like I said, it keeps on going back to if you could do whatever you want, this is the type of person you would want to be. Right. Like, I'm gonna be real with you. If somebody said, hey, Dante, You can do whatever you want sexually. Whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I came and I picked up a man and started dancing with him. Wouldn't that mean that I wanted to do that all along? Yeah. So, this would be, and I ain't like that, but hypothetically. So, don't this mean that if you are putting, if you're taking the shackles off of these specific women... Doesn't that mean that this is who they were all along? Maybe we looking at them as women when we need to be looking at them as humans, like individuals, because a woman's sex drive, a woman's want to be sexual and sensual and, and stuff like that honestly needs to be looked at on equal playing fields now because they showing you. Hey, wait a minute. We're not dainty. We're not the women that you got to uh, worry about. If we go in a dark alley, we scared. We're not women that don't like sex. They're showing you in every step of the way, whether it's them being sexual with someone or them looking for sexual gratification. Because if you're turning your ass in the air, you're looking for sexual gratification or sexual validation, okay? I'm
0: sorry, that's that's what it is.
1: So who are you? <laughs> is but it's, this what you want? <laughs>
0: but it's also considered part of the culture, is it not? I mean, a lot of our heritage involves this type of dancing. You know? Go into it. Like, you know, if you say you're from of African descent, obviously this type of gyration twerking is a more of a cultural African, cultural dance. So. This is
1: why we need to know our history. You right. know, I'm a big history proponent. Yes, I, I ain't going to stay on this too long. Man, more than... Y'all, know, y'all, y'all ain't you know, from Africa. I'm saying for people who of you ain't from africa that ain't your well, well, heritage to
0: african culture. you
1: saw it on roots you <laughs> read about it, was on it was in, in 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 your third grade history book you are not from africa and if you go back seven you go back three four hundred years just that you ain't got an african you ain't got an african mama in your family no i don't
0: i don't recall twerking the roots
1: man it was perfect when Kizzy Kizzy I
0: don't recall no Kizzy was about to give uh, You're not going to rewrite Roots okay Kizzy was I about know no the wasn't. no she was not
1: Kizzy was about to the give The point up, I was
0: trying to Toby make make some it. ass and <laughs> no, she was not <laughs> no she wasn't The point I'm trying to make to throw it. that ass in a circle and Kizzy Kizzy got the, the, the point I'm trying to make is that's is how it was that's what I saw. What, the fuck, what kind of version of Roots were you watching? On Pornhub. It was, it was Roots. Oh, was that? It was Digging in Her rooted. Roots. <laughs> it rooted. It was Rooted. It was Digging in Her Roots. Oh, I think okay. that was a version of Roots. I think it was a, a spin-off. Oh, okay. So, this is like the... the yeah, secret, like Girl... The, I, this is the after the, after the old oh, yeah. Freedom thing, Okay. Yeah, like... Damn. Like when Denise went to college at Hillman, and then she went in a different world instead of Cosby. It was... Dig- oh, it, was it, and, right. yeah, it was a different world? All right. It was
1: Digging in Your Roots is a spin-off of Roots. That's where I got it from
0: keep going I'm sorry. Well, um, <laughs> so the point I'm trying to make is, is that all jokes people. Yeah, it's all jokes. <laughs> the situation in itself kind of puts a level of I'm emboldened as a woman and I should be able to do what the hell I want. When in reality, this is why we have certain laws. It's called, it's almost not like laws you go around in the city or in the state. Like human laws There's human nature laws that exist to kind of keep human beings in check. Because if we break these laws, there's usually consequences. If we don't have these laws, then a lot of shit can go left real quick and real bad. There's a lot of bad behavior out there. There's already bad behavior now. And that's what the laws we have in place. Mm -hmm. So the question is, is that you have to have some level of checking yourself when you're in situations like this. And to be honest with you, I'm even more upset with people on social media when they complain about this is the music that they play. So you mean to tell me as a grown-ass adult, you can't control yourself in a public environment or a place like a restaurant and not shake your ass or not turn up or not stand on people's furniture? You mean to tell me you can't act like a civilized human being just because a certain type of music is playing in a restaurant?
1: You know what, man? I got something to say about that. Even though I was choke, joking about, well, I wasn't joking. I'm serious. You probably ain't got an African ancestor in your whole family tree, but I just want to go back to that. Where a lot of people might not know this, um, let's separate the African mating dance, which we call twerking. But you know, it's a it's a West African dance used for mating rituals that involves, you know, gyrating your butt very fast. Let's just separate that for a minute. Let's focus on the fact that even if africa didn't influence just in america we grew up especially if you live in the city chicago with a culture called juking. okay now if you're between the ages of 45 to 20 and you live somewhere near chicago you grew up with juking which is twerking okay it's the same situation but the one thing you have to understand Juking and twerking was not a culture. It was a subculture, meaning that it was something that was done in a specific place. It wasn't something that you did when you were at school or in a restaurant. Subcultures are meant to be in specific places for people that want to do specifically that. It's not necessarily meant for the entire public to see. I got a, fun, hence I got the a word fun.
0: subculture. I got a fun comparison. I got a fun comparison. Go on, do your thing. Dude. Okay. So in like this example. You weren't doing any juking at Mambo's or anywhere in Wicker Park or Logan Square. But if you went to Club Nitro on Sundays, You, you, you were juking. Or if you went to Club Jaguar,
1: juking Cancun.
0: Or you went to Cancun or Zentra or Concrete, but
1: you weren't doing it on Rust Street. You weren't
0: doing it on Rush Street. You were
1: doing it on Division. Not definitely not on Division. So innately, you know when and where you need to be doing that and that's what a subculture is it's a time and a place for everything yeah let me say that one more time there's a time and a place for everything and if you are of the twerking aka juking if you live somewhere in chicago culture Mm -hmm. you do know that there were specific places that you did it fast forward to this dallas restaurant you do understand that subcultures don't go into public places so if you want to give if you want to stay on that whole, well, uh, twerking is just a part of life. This is what we do. No, twerking is not a part of life. Twerking, one more time, is a subculture. Just like when prohibition started, the subculture was to have speakeasies, which was places that you go and get alcohol, but it wasn't public because it was still frowned upon twerking is not something that is just everybody doing it, your grandma doing it you go to your family reunion, they doing it no, so let's keep it in the context, y'all are thinking in mono when you need to be thinking in 3D stereo, this is a subculture that you need to keep in specific places, and if you try to take it and put it in somebody's public restaurant that spent millions of dollars, then you are entitled
0: and you know it you know it you know it. <laughs> the bottom line is, this, is to expand on this example. Okay, so you think you're telling me if you go to a family function and they and you getting a little licky in your system, yeah, you probably ate already. And the music starts playing the same thing you were hearing in the club. You finna start twerking. You finna start. You finna trying to drop that thing on grandma. Mm-hmm. You finna bust it open it in front of your uh, your little play sisters. Grandma, beat your ass. Right. She knocked you right <laughs> up beside your fucking head. Homie, you over here getting, playing up in your buck in the backyard. You over here flipping tables over and starting fights with your cousins.
1: Let me, let me ask you a question. What? Let's say if you went to like a, a, a I ain't even going to say family reunion. Let's just say you went to your big auntie's or your big cousin's birthday party, right? And you saw your little cousins 20, 27. And some music came on and all of a sudden they start twerking their ass off. Your big mama there, your grandma there, your auntie's there, your uncle's there, a pastor came by. Mm. What is going to be your reaction towards your younger cousins twerking, even though the music is on and we in a celebration type
0: of atmosphere? I My reaction is somebody about to get their ass whooped. Because Big Mama finna whoop somebody's ass for acting a fool with their party. Mm. Because back in my day at Big Mama's house, We didn't even cuss in front of them. You couldn't even cuss no matter how old you were. You never cussed in front of your mama. You never cussed in front of your daddy. You never cussed in front of your big mama. You never cussed in front of your granddaddy. You never did that. Let alone decide you want to drop it it low in the motherfucking park. You just never did that. So my thing is, if you have a certain level of respect and rapport and rapport in this type of family setting, why can't you have this type of... Respect in a more public setting, where people you don't know, in an establishment that doesn't necessarily require that to happen, or is capable of of accommodating that type of atmosphere. Right. So why would you think that is okay to do it there? So are you just saying you have now an outright act of defiance in you? Is that that what basically is? You just want to be blatantly defiant because as we know the owner did ask these young ladies to stop doing it what three or four times so now at this point you just being blatantly disrespectful and you're overly defiant
1: that brings up another dynamic of the situation now in the videos we saw which a lot of people were really getting on the owner for him cussing talking aggressively towards the women Mm -hmm. a lot of people did not like that now I'm asking you and I'm asking the public. How do you feel about the choice of words that he used with the patrons when they were doing what they were doing in a restaurant?
0: I feel that if you're going to make the statement that it has to be publicly known to everyone, that this is how you stand in this restaurant. So it's not like, oh, okay, I'm not addressing you. I'm not addressing just these group of people. I have to now address everybody that this will not be tolerated in my establishment. Now, the, the argument I've noticed is about the tone and his mannerisms and his way of saying that I, try, I don't need y'all money. I think that's one of the real sticking points of what that was made in that whole, his whole speeches. I don't need y'all money. But I'm trying to provide a certain level of ambiance here for the black community. I'm trying to show a little real respect. I have 75% of my tests and patrons in this restaurant are women. And how am I gonna tell, I try to tell these young black men to respect black women, how am I gonna do that if y'all are both going to jump on the couches and twerking? I don't think that's an overtly bad thing to say. I think where women have gotten pissed off about it is that it's Dictating or painting the picture That women are just kind of unruly And they don't want to do what they're told Or do what they're requested. In this case, do what they're asked to do And they take that as a little bit of a Well, he could have said it in a nicer tone
1: You ever hear women say this thing uh, Especially to men How you gonna speak on a woman's issue When mm-hmm. you ain't a woman And this is why I'm telling black women Because this is a black woman's topic You need to basically isolate this whole culture That causes things like this because it's represented as black women In Japan, they're not saying uh, uh, Isolated black Whoreish women Or black dots Or black women black promiscuous. They're saying black women Right. So you need to literally isolate this So that you don't be considered The black whore Or the black hole When the whole world is looking at you mm-hmm. And I know they say Well I don't care what the whole world Well you need to care about something okay because you're not in this alone it's a black man with you like hey baby you need to care look we all looking bad out here right because a culture in a race is only as strong as what its women look like and once the women look like they are unruly and uh exhibiting whore-like behavior which is what it shows because this this story is worldwide that's what the race is going to look like. Right. So y'all really need to think about isolating these whole-like cultures within these subsections and just basically holding them accountable.
0: Because here's, I bet you, one thing they're saying. How can y'all, I bet you, it's one thing the world is asking black people right now. How can y'all hold y'all, how could y'all demand respect when y'all can't even respect yourselves? Look
1: at y'all women. Wait, I wait, that's just
0: exactly right. And you, and you have a hard time trying to explain that. Mm-hmm. And you can't go around saying, well, that's just that certain group. Yeah, well, then you got this one, you got this one, you got this example, you got this example, you got that example, that example over there, that example over there, and now we're just kind of like, okay, you may have a point. And you would hate to have to want to make say that, don't you? Exactly. You would, have to hate, you would just hate to have to say, damn, you have a valid point. And the problem is, is that we, as black men, can't do anything about that. This is something that black women in their own circle have to do. Well, see,
1: me personally,
0: <laughs> I'm singing as a whole.
1: I, I, I know, I know, but I, I just want to an anecdotal this shit for a minute. Me personally, I'm the type of black man that if I was somewhere, like I gave example, uh, you at your reunion, little, 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 little young women over there, little cousins, perking, I'm the type of dude that be like, hey, cut the music off. Hey, don't do this. Don't do that around Big Mama and them. Show some respect. I'm that type of dude. So that's why I always said what the dude did was 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 warranted. Now, I, I want to I wanna touch on that. I really honestly believe what the dude did in the tone of voice he used and even them using cuss words at that point was warranted. For number one, he went over there more than three times. I ain't asked somebody nothing more than three times. And if they ain't did it, it can result into some violence. I ain't talking about women. I'm just talking in general number two you and most people especially the media make it seem like this guy was only talking to one specific woman no the reason why he had to address it like that because that one woman that energy was going through the entire restaurants even though you saw one woman twerking on the table which was disgusting i don't want no ass when near my parmesan chicken What you should have seen or what you didn't see was just the energy of all the women starting to get rowdy. All the women talking. All the women, throw that ass in a circle. There's an energy that that takes on. There's energy that happens when that type of atmosphere is around. And so he wasn't necessarily just addressing the woman that was acting a fool because there was multiple women twerking around it's almost like you start one thing this might see it they started and over here they started that was the atmosphere so for most of y'all who think he shouldn't address them in that type of way you've never been in a situation where shit just ain't got out of hand and it's your responsibility a lot of times it's not you're gonna walk home excuse me can you Right, can you leave because you got three other people and the energy is picking up and it's something about human beings when you smell blood in the water or you smell somebody that's being soft and not really addressing the issue it's almost like you go for blood right. so just psychologically what that dude did was basically establish I am the alpha in the room because I own this restaurant and all of this thought like energy gotta stop he even told the DJ, hey man, cut the, cut the music off. Right. Because that's the only thing that I'm going to say that you shouldn't have done. If you're going to have an upscale establishment, don't play Throw That Ass in a Circle. It's That's the oxymoron. I know it's your restaurant. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can take my advice because you do what you want to. But if I had an upscale restaurant, I'm not going to play Throw That Ass in a Circle. I'll play some type of bounce music to make it a nostalgic sake. But... I'm going to be really cautious on what my DJ plays. That's the only thing I would give you. But as far as you happen to bring in that energy of all of these women deciding to get up and dance and do this. I'm fully in agreement with what you did, bro. Because sometimes you got to stop. And it ain't going to be pretty sometimes. There are some women where you can say, hey, excuse me. Can you stop? Right. But there are some women that only respect dominance and aggression. And just from far from you being physically violent, because I'm not saying do that, you got to let it be known what it is sometimes. And that man let it be known. Sometimes, hey, stop is okay, but motherfucker stop is completely different. Excuse my language. So what he did was to wringle the energy inside of the room. And hell, I can't be mad at them because I've
0: done it before myself. And also, that man needs to invest in some bounces. <laughs> because apparently, if you had some bounces, security in there, you know, that'll shut all that shit down. You ain't even got to raise a voice. It's like, hey, security, handle that. Yeah. And guess what? They out the door. But real quick before we finish, there's also one to touch on something that you had said about alpha males, which I think is the real, real root of this discord that we're having. That we're having this little bit of a conflict. And that is that women in this situation have a rebuttal problem with this because they don't kind of respect alpha male dominance. Mm, okay. And I'm not saying this as in just, oh, they just don't definitely understand alpha males. They've never been around it. They don't think it's important in this day and culture. And they almost like like, what the fuck you gonna do, nigga? which is the kind of energy that they've been giving off. You've seen it firsthand in this situation with the the, uh, restaurant owner. They literally gave that man a what the fuck you finna do type of energy. And he was pushed to the point where he had to do what he had to do. Even if he has to take some lessons back from that, but at the same time, he had to enforce his dominance. Now, the rebuttal is, of course, why did he have to? Like, I remember a, a young lady that, you know, of course, young, 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 young ladies, uh, posted that they don't get the concept of alpha male standards. Basically, they don't get the concept of being an alpha male, which that really kind of made my head hurt because apparently you've never had an alpha male in your household tell you what you need to do or need to Or drop
1: do. the hammer when it got out of hand.
0: Exactly. So you were just free and willing to do whatever you want. And you grew up to say, I'm free and willing to do whatever the hell I want, whenever I want, to whoever I want. And you've never had any consequences for your actions. Mm -hmm. So when consequences do get your way or hit you towards right in the face, no pun intended, you start to go, whoa, 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 why are you doing this? I'm a woman. I think I have rights. I'm liberated. I'm free. I was raised by my grandma,
1: my grandfather, and my mother. My grandfather, a.k.a. Big Stan, was about six foot one, about 300 pounds, okay? Now, even though he was that big, he wasn't the type of dude that was going to, you know, whoop your ass all of a sudden, if need be. Mm-hmm. But what he was was the dude that when it was time to put that hammer down, say, I'm, I'm sick of this shit, it's over. He was that type of man. Now, I don't believe that a lot of men and a lot of women, but specifically women, has ever seen that in action. They haven't, like you said, they haven't seen a man that's literally paying the bills and wearing the pants drop the hammer down in a sense where not only the children respect it, but the wife respects it as well. I actually grew up in a household where when that man dropped that hammer, it was done. It was it. You either went to your room or you got your ass whooped. And I'm not talking about a mama taking a belt. I'm talking about you getting punched in your chest. And I love my grandfather. Rest in peace Stanley Smith. And I love the fact that when it went down, he was right there. And he didn't have to be violent all the time. He just dropped that hammer. Women, I know that because you aren't used to how a man moves in society when he is showing alpha like traits, it's foreign to you. But this is actually what happens when a man is showing alpha traits. I know it's gonna be some people say, Well, men don't holler at nobody. What are he getting all look, look look, violence, violence, whether it be verbal or physical, is a part of life okay and it's a part of a man to be the limitation and to be the boundaries and if it has to be enforced with verbal violence or sometimes physical violence that's just what it is i remember me getting socked in the back of the back because i was being defiant by my grandfather i deserved it but what it did was for me it established the boundaries of don't do it anymore Like you said, those women started to have almost a posture of what the hell you gonna do about it. And once you meet that type of aggression, you have to sometimes meet aggression with aggression, okay? And sometimes, ladies, you're going to have to get used to understanding. that an alpha male in a situation can be a little aggressive whether that be verbal or physical and you have to get used to not feeling like you got to call the cops because you don't like what's going on because although i don't think nobody called the cops or authorities or anything like that This kind of bleeds into other issues a lot of times when women feel a little intimidated by their energy and they're not used to it they result into doing other things like calling brothers calling fathers calling uncles or calling the police you have to get a little bit in tune with that type of energy so it can become a little normal to you because trust me it is needed into this society. It's one of the reasons why this society is so damn wild. Because you ain't got nobody that's basically going to tell you to shut the hell up. Or well, you ain't got. No, and I'm not talking about to women. I'm not talking about women. You need a man to tell you to shut the hell up. But I'm talking about within a household that voice that stops the madness. Bam, stops it where it is. You just experienced on a public platform, which is that Dallas restaurant, a man that stopped the madness in his tracks. And you have to get used to that type of energy because although it was just a restaurant, that type of energy keeps communities together. That type of energy keeps children in a family together and in check in knowing boundaries and knowing limitations, that's the type of energy that when we had the Smiths and and the Johnsons and the Thomas and the Thompsons that lived inside of one community, that's the type of energy that most of the men exhibited inside of a neighborhood, which made the neighborhood a good community to live in. So you have to get used to that if you want some type of order to come back inside of the black community. And you got to get used to some men standing up and not being all enamored with somebody shaking their ass and can say, hey, no, time and place for this and this ain't the place. You have to get used to that. Because if you don't, you're just going to slide down the road of where we've been going to. And that's where everything abnormal is normal now.
0: And in other words... You got to be a little more aggressive. Because aggressiveness sometimes is needed to chill the fuck out. You got to do what you have to do, people. I understand that women might think this is a little unbelievable. But that's because you're not used to a man checking you. You probably never had it in your household growing up. You probably don't have it in your life right now. You feel like you're free to do what you want. Until somebody checks you, and be like, "That's not my man. Who is he to tell me that I'm wrong? Who's he? Who's he to tell me that I should stop doing? Don't listen, ladies. It's either he tells you to stop, or somebody's gonna do it in a different way. That don't love you or got love for you, and doesn't or don't even respect you. Mm -hmm. So you're better off just listening. Because even though that
1: dude said that. With the words he was saying, you could tell that he had overall love for the people that was in there and he was trying to make an experience with people that wanted to have a a nice, classy, upscale time to come. So there was love in his words. There could have been a person that didn't respect you, didn't like you, only wanted your money, and once you did that, they called the authorities, didn't say nothing to you, and your ass ended up in jail. Now, that happens a lot, too. Yeah. Which one do you want? You want a man to confront you and have an overall message in it, or you want a man that don't say nothing to you, but he calls the cops and he wants to press charges? Right.
0: Which one do you want?
1: You don't want that. You, you don't, don't want, want the other one because the other one is a uh, is a record.
0: Right, that's a record. <laughs> that's and that a record, goes, and that goes into the system. Yeah, and when the system gets involved, all bets are off because they ain't calling by the system to protect you. They don't like you. They don't love you. They damn sure don't care about you. So they go strictly by the book. No leeways. No whammies. It's called tough love, people. That's all it is. Final thoughts, Mr. Bridges. Man, you know I want some chicken. You want some chicken. But after I get
1: some chicken, I want to give a shout-out to the dude, restaurant. I want to give a shout-out to the restaurant owner. I think that he could set a precedent of when you're in an establishment like that, whether it be man or woman, there's a way that you're supposed to compose yourself and behave. And I hope it's starting to set a subconscious boundary within men and women that you don't go to people's establishments and thinking you're going to do what you want to do. There are certain rules you got to follow, whether they... Up on the wall or it's just within the culture and you need to take heed to when somebody is trying to present something that's more than what you are willing to give he's trying to present an upscale type place where you can come chill have some chicken and waffles and feel like you're about that life you're trying to bring it down to a subculture so i would say like y'all always say level up consciously so you can have more than what's been given to us. Right. And the world is watching people. And if you don't care about yourself, at least care enough about me to not act
0: ass where you go. Please. I will not bag. We're not gonna, I'm not gonna bag on women all day. I'm actually gonna give a shout out to the black women who do get it, who do understand, and who do hold their peers accountable for shit like this. Because honestly, there needs to be more women that do this. I love and respect the women who do this. Because, God forbid, somebody needs to. Because we all know that we all have our own vices. And yeah, I know you're going to say, well, what about the men and the whole New York We're not talking about us right now. We're talking about y'all. I don't even deal with whole ass niggas. Right. You want to get it out the way? i I either either, uh,
1: move away... Or when I mean move away, I mean, hey man, that dude is who he is, man. I don't really rock with him. Man, there's dudes that I've known for 10, 12 years that I found out that they got that whole like trait. Right. And I don't talk to them till this day.
0: Let's be real. This circle don't worry about none of that shit.
1: I don't talk to certain dudes, and you know who you are, yeah. Because I've seen that you got a trait that doesn't line up with my morals and ethics. I just don't talk to you. I don't. I don't associate with you. You do what you want. I may give you a hop I may give you a buy. But that's all I give. You. So as far as men being accountable, especially because I'm a black man, quote unquote, I am.
0: <laughs> and so we go. So when I say that about us, we got. We do what we do. Ladies, I would love y'all and I respect y'all and I appreciate y'all for holding it down and understanding where we're coming from. And for those who don't, hope you learned something. You didn't care to learn about it? Oh, well, hey, thanks for listening, though. You gave us a couple of streams up. We appreciate it. But at the same time, though, learn from this. Understand where we're coming from. This is not a place of malice. It's not a place of oppression. It's not a place where we're trying to hold women down. We are trying to put y'all... If y'all want to be on the same or equal, somewhat equal level playing field that we are on, then you got to be held accountable for your actions.
1: And if you think somebody telling you not to twerk in a restaurant is oppression, then what type of person are you really? Who are you? You are wild. Right. <laughs> You're like a... a, a You're you're like a feeble beast if you're that type of person where the only way that you can have a good time is to literally pull up your pants Mm -hmm. and show your raw ass while food is being served to people you don't know there's so many microbacteria. bacteria and we talked about the scientific reasons why you shouldn't twerk in a restaurant there are so many fibers flying off your clothes which was been touching your ass all day there's so many bacterias that fly off you especially if you got a skirt and you're literally doing this in a public restaurant that is one of the most disgusting things that I can ever think of if I'm sitting somewhere and God knows I love the female anatomy but if I'm sitting in a restaurant and all of a sudden a woman gets up and start twerking near my goddamn salad or my chicken or my whatever i am going to say hey y'all gotta take this back i don't want this no more i this no this she gotta go somewhere matter of fact i'm probably gonna tell her hey you need to get away from my food and you need to get away from my people's or my family's food and if she got a problem i'm gonna tell her man (laughs) i'm gonna tell her man hey bro you need to come in. We need to I need to highlight you. You need to pay him for my food or we going to have to settle this. Because I've done that before. So, I don't get what y'all I don't I'm trying to figure out what is the limit on your personality? Like
0: who are you? If you was left alone, what would you really be doing? You know what's funny about this? We didn't think like this back 15 years ago. No. This used to be when we used to see ass working in in anywhere. We was like, "Oh, hey, hey. We've matured now.
1: I say when I hit about 29,
0: it started to go. Start getting like, repetitious and boring. It was like,
1: wait a minute, what are we doing? What are
0: we doing? It is do repetitious? I,
1: I put a status on. I said, at what age did you stop thinking that booty pictures and sexy profile pics was the thing to do? And we just started looking at it as being annoying. And a lot of men, and and this is contrary to popular belief, and this is why men need to speak up. A lot of women think that it's okay because they think that this little section. Of thirsty guys mm-hmm. who want to like every picture when your booty is in the air because they give you a heart or a like you think that the majority of men like that shit and I'm gonna tell you the God's honest truth woman a majority of men don't like it as a matter of fact if I wasn't in a relationship if I was looking for a woman and I saw you and your ass or your back is to the camera showing your ass you are ruled out automatically and if I'm a thirsty dog you're ruled in but only for sexual purposes so what type of man do you really want when you've drawn yourself out like that like if you present yourself in a sexual manner and you only attract men that only want you for sexual things that's what you are attracting to you you're not going to get and you know what that means you get exactly what you want So if you want that, if you want to give out that type of energy, that's the type of energy you're going to get. If you want to show pictures where you have sexy looks on your face and your bosom is out because your skirt or your shirt is down here or your butt is out or showing all your curves, you're going to attract a man that looks at you sexually and only wants one to two things to come and leave. So you're going to get what you are asking for. But if you don't want that, then stop throwing out the vibration of that, okay? It's not free-spirited, it's not sexy, it's not showing that you are a beautiful woman. Because I've seen women in Jelabijas and Hajibs that were some of the most attractive women I've ever seen. And I've seen women that had on boy shorts and a cut-off shirt and had great bodies, but with some of the ugliest souls I've ever seen and I could feel it through the picture. So which one do you want to be categorized? Because real men about real things, about family building and just someone that's not going to leave you down and out once they get rid of you. Don't like that shit. Are you going to say it's because you like it as a woman? I like it. I like it. I I do it for me because, you know, y'all good for saying that. I do this for me. I like taking naked pictures. I like taking these pictures when I'm bent over because it makes me feel good. Why does taking a naked picture or why does taking a picture with your ass up in the air make you feel good about yourself? The, 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 The most powerful word that you can ask yourself is why? Just ask yourself why. Why does this make you feel this way? Why does sexuality make you feel empowered? Why does twerking make you feel spiritually uplifted? Why? Just ask yourself that. And maybe you'll come to a conclusion where you can maybe seek therapy or maybe that's just who you are. And if it is, okay. But you're gonna be put in a section and that box is not gonna be open for things like marriage, family, community building, people that wanna take you seriously, okay? So you are what you do. And if you want to have yourself and act like this, that's what you're going to attract. Men too. You want to be the thug nigga on the street, but then you want to have a family. No, you're going to attract somebody that's going to try to kill you in the long run. Okay. I, I just got one more ring. One more.
0: <laughs> There's two more minutes. Okay. We'll see how much. And if, this yeah. is
1: yeah. How much time we got? You
0: got. You got a little bit. Listen. Okay.
1: Minutes. I'm a, one minute. Listen. You don't know, want to know the biggest reason why I never was a thug, wow. and I never understood this. I never was a thug, never was a gangster, never wanted to do the gang thing. Because I always thought that the gang life was the quickest way to homosexual activity. I don't understand it. Because there's only two places if you want to be about that life, you're going to end up. You're going to end up dead, or you're going to end up in a penitentiary. And whether you're being forced to do something sexual with a man, or you've been there for... What, two, three years, and now you decide you want to do something with a man. I never wanted to be a part of homosexual activity. So I never understood why men take on a lifestyle that would get them closer to being engaged in homosexual activity. So I kind of look at thugs that always want to shoot and kill and sell drugs. I kind of look at you like you suspect, because you know where it's leading. You know where you're going, right?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that was another Dante Chase Bridges' State of the Culture address. Yes, because you know he goes on tangents and he drops some knowledge. So you know, hey, shout out to you, Dante, and he took us right to the brink of the halfway point. I the point. So, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another episode of the Brothers Podcast. It is what it is. For Pastor Dante Chase Bridges. I'm Steven City P. Watson, and on that note, he says this is not peace. This is peace. Peace.